guys, my name is Vanessa and I want to welcome you back to the Beauty Unfiltered podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things beauty related. For today's podcast, I wanted to chat with you guys about my favorite foundations for special occasions like weddings, awards, first dates, nights out with friends, or whenever you just want to look special. I have two different foundations in mind that I think work really, really well, and I'll get to them in a second, but I thought maybe first I would tell you some of my more general advice from my own experience when it comes to foundation for special events. So my first bit of advice is I think that a liquid foundation looks better when you're getting your picture taken than a powder foundation. So even if you decide to not pick up either of the foundations that I recommend, I would say in general, looking for a medium coverage liquid foundation is your best bet. I personally wear powder foundation most days because it's really, really easy and I don't have a lot of things I'm trying to cover up, like a lot of blemishes or anything. I have spots from neurofibromatosis, but they are what they are. And from a day-to-day basis, I really don't try to cover those at all. So usually I just put on a little bit of foundation, like powdered foundation, to even things out a tiny bit and to make the look more cohesive. But for special events, I want something more than that. And I can't really explain why or how, but I feel like you just get a more flawless look if you use a liquid foundation, even if you're using only a medium to light coverage product. The second thing to keep in mind is that whatever foundation you choose, even if, again, you don't choose one of the ones that I mentioned to you, you don't want there to be an SPF, so like a sunscreen or a sunblock in the foundation because that will cause flashback. Flashback is when there is flash photography and the products on your face reflect the light back into the camera. And then those parts of your skin are going to end up looking completely white in the pictures in a really, really unnatural way. This can happen to any skin color too. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google flashback makeup and you'll see pictures of people like Angelina Jolie, Nicole Kidman, Miley Cyrus, Eva Longoria, and James Charles with areas on their face that kind of looks like they've been eating powdered donuts. And I mean, powdered donuts are great, but it's not necessarily a good look. And I'm also mentioning famous people so that you can know that this can literally happen to anyone. I mean, if Drew Barrymore and Rihanna could get flashback, which they have, there's photographic evidence, and they can pay for a really, really good makeup artist and have, you know, all of, like, you know, everything be just like the best and they still have ended up with flashback, it can happen to you and me also. So the first step in making sure that that doesn't happen to you and that you don't get that weird, huge reflection is to make sure there's no SPF in the foundation. Now, I could actually say a lot about this, but I'll just really briefly say that in terms of like why exactly this happens with a sunscreen is because certain sunscreens work by reflecting UV rays back out. So when the sun shines down on you and it's shining out its UV rays on you, normally your skin would absorb those UV rays and that causes, you know, premature aging, skin damage, and it can also cause skin cancer normally because it gets absorbed into the layers of your skin. But sunscreens and sunblock will actually reflect those UV rays out so that they don't get absorbed into the skin, which is so awesome. However, when it comes to flash photography, what ends up happening is the light from the camera also ends up reflecting off of your face, just like those UV rays. And that's why you get those big white patches, because it's just like reflective light going back. Now, personally, I have used SPF underneath my foundation and not had an issue, I would say that if you're going to do that, which can make sense in a lot of situations, like for example, if you're getting married outside in the summer and like the sun is going to be shining, you're going to want some UV protection, right? You don't want to burn and get skin damage and all that sort of stuff. 
So I can totally understand wanting to wear an SPF underneath your foundation. And I think that's a really, 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 really smart choice. However, I would just say that if that's what you're going to end up doing, make sure that you test it out first to make sure that you're not getting that that reflection. For other occasions, like say you have an evening occasion, so the sun is not even going to be out, then I would say don't even bother with an SPF because the likelihood of getting some sort of UV ray problem is like so, so, so minimal. So say you have an event that's like after work, like you're going to go home, you're going to wash, you're going to change, and it's going to be dark outside, then I would say, you know, completely skip the SPF altogether. Otherwise, I would say really make a plan and make sure you test it out in advance prior to the event, just to make sure that you don't have any kind of problems with that on whatever special day or special occasion you're having. So no sunscreen in the foundation when you're choosing a foundation for a special occasion where your picture is going to be taken. Now related to this, you should not use setting powders that have either silica or mica as part of the ingredients. So silica and mica are used in setting powders in order to absorb oil throughout the day, which is really great, right? If you have very oily skin, you're going to want a setting powder that you know prevents you from looking really greasy or having all of your makeup melt off of your face by the end of the day. So in general, those ingredients are actually working to your advantage. However, when it comes to flash photography, silica and mica also have reflective properties and they can also give you flashbacks. So you're going to want to avoid that because you don't want to look again like you're like you've been eating powdered donuts and you got, you know, your picture taken, right? We want to avoid that. Now, one of the best setting powders in terms of avoiding any kind of flashback that does not have those ingredients is the Laura Mercier Loose Translucent Setting Powder. This is the setting powder I always, always, always use for special occasions. And I've never gotten a flashback from it. So if you get this, um, I would one thing I would say is definitely make sure that you get the matte version. Laura Mercier, within recent years, came out with a luminous version that's going to be like more reflective and glowy. Make sure you don't accidentally pick that one up. Make sure you're getting the matte, loose, translucent powder. You should also just be aware that if you have a deeper skin tone, she does have a translucent setting powder for deeper skin tones to make sure that your skin doesn't look ashy or anything like that. So that's that can be a really great option if your um, if your skin tone is in that range. So Laura Mercier, the loose, the loose translucent setting powder, it costs $39, and that can be a little bit pricey, so I have two thoughts about that. So the full size gives you an entire ounce of product, and that's the one that costs $39. She does have a travel size, and I can't remember how much that one costs off the top of my head. However, say you're a person who doesn't wear makeup on most days, you're not really going to use a loose translucent setting powder that often you just have this like one or a couple of different special occasions that you might want to use it it might be worth it for you to just buy the travel size because it's going to cost less and in terms of like cost efficiency like like the price per ounce and stuff in general a lot of times i know with this one it's, this is not always true but a lot of times like the travel size ends up being more expensive in terms of like price per unit or like price per gram, price by volume and that sort of thing. But if you're not going to use it a ton, just getting the travel size would actually be more cost efficient for you because you're not going to use up an entire full size loose translucent setting powder container. So that's one option. Another option is a translucent setting powder that I personally have not used, but I've heard really good things about and I've heard that it does not cause flashback and that is the Cody Airspun setting powder. So this one you can get at a drugstore, you can get it at Target, you can get it at Walmart. And I googled really quick how much it costs. It costs $6 at Target. 
So that's a way better price than the Laura Mercier kind. I've, again, personally never tried it, but I have heard a lot of people say that it works very well and that it does not cause flashbacks. So that might also be an option to check out if you do want to have like a full-size container of setting powder, but you don't want to pay the Laura Mercier prices. One last bit of general advice before we get into the actual foundations is I would say don't use too light of a concealer or too light of a highlighter. Try to stick with concealers, whether this is for adding a little bit of like highlight and dimension to your face, like on say like your forehead and your nose, or if it's for under eye circles. I would say really try to stick to concealers that are only one shade lighter than your foundation color. And in terms of highlighters, really make sure it matches your skin tone. Don't go for anything that is like way too light or way too dark. Because on a day-to-day -day basis, you can wear absolutely whatever you want. But sometimes in flash photography, if you have too big of a contrast between your concealer and your foundation or between your highlighter and the rest of your face, it can make the pictures look really off because the camera will end up exaggerating that contrast. And so you're not going to look the way that you want to look in the photographs. So I would say really just make sure that you're, um, you know, grabbing a highlighter that really matches your skin tone that's within a certain range, right? So if you have very fair skin, going for a fair highlighter. If you have medium skin, going for a medium tone highlighter. Deep skin, a deep highlighter, tan, a tan tan sort of highlighter. Not tan in color, but you know, like the, the tone of the highlighter within that range, just to make sure that you're not making a really big contrast on your skin because you want highlighter to make your face look glowy and beautiful and like, you know, you're just shining with radiance, right? You don't want to have like a big stripe on your face, but if there's that really big strong contrast, the camera might really pick up on that. Same thing goes with concealer. I have used all different shades of concealer for all different things on my face and I totally stand by that and I support you in doing that. However, if you're even if you're a person who you're like, I love a super bright, you know, under eye. I totally understand that. I totally support that. And you might want to reconsider if you're getting your picture taken because you don't want it to look like you have like reverse raccoon eyes where you have just like super white, you know, under underneath your eyes because that's just not going to look it's not going to look as nice and it's not going to really show off how beautiful you are, right? So try to stick with something that is one shade lighter than your actual foundation and I think you're going you're gonna to look great. Okay, that's just my general advice. So let's get into the two foundations that I really would recommend for these kinds of occasions. The first one is the Too Faced Born This Way foundation. So when you buy this foundation, you get one fluid ounce, which is like a standard size. It costs $39, there's 35 shades, and you get medium to full coverage. You can buy it at Sephora, Ulta, the Too Faced website, or anywhere else that sells Too Faced. Those are the places that I'm aware of, but I'm sure there's other stores and other websites that also have them. To apply this particular product, what I do is I basically pump one pump on the back of my hand, and then I take one of my fingers and I just dot the foundation around my face and just make sure that it's kind of evenly distributed. And then I take a beauty blender and make sure, I feel like everyone knows this, but maybe people don't. When you get a beauty blender or any kind of beauty sponge, what you need to do is you need to run it under water first. Like first of all, make sure it's clean. Like make sure you wash those with soap and water every single time you use them. So it needs to be clean. And then make sure before you use it that you run it under water, get it like really saturated with water and then squeeze it out, make sure it's really, really squeezed out, and then I actually will squeeze it out again on like 
any kind of like cloth or like like a towel or even a paper towel something to get all the excess water out so that way it's like really nice and fluffy and squishy and like ready to do its job so it's not you know dripping wet but it's also not going to be super tiny and like hard so that's that's what you want with your beauty blender so I dot I dot the foundation all over my face and then I take my beauty blender and I just blend it all out until it's like very very even and it looks really nice and flawless and then if I want some extra coverage either because maybe I have some blemishes or I just really want to have like a super flawless full coverage kind of a look I do that exact same process a second time I'll just put like a pump on the back of my hand dot it on blend it all out and I would really recommend going slowly and carefully with this process because it's always very easy to add more product but it's really hard to take away product if you've put too much on so I would say just go really slow with it and just make sure that you're getting an even distribution and you get the kind of coverage that you want Whenever I wear the Too Faced Born This Way foundation, I always get compliments, and I think it photographs really well. I think it looks very natural and skin-like, and that's one of the things I really appreciate about these foundations that I'm telling you about is that because they look so natural on the skin and because they photograph so well, you don't even, it's like you don't even notice the person's skin because it's just like this nice, flawless canvas, and then you can really focus on like the person, and so I just think it gives such a beautiful kind of a look, a really just natural skin-like finish, and it just, you know, it just brings out all that inner beauty that you have inside of you, so I think it's really great. Like I said, I always get compliments. I think it photographs so well. Never had a problem with it. Looks like skin. I think it's a really great option. The second foundation I feel almost like completely identical about, and that is the Makeup Forever Ultra HD Foundation. So this foundation comes in 39 different colors. There's one fluid ounce, just like the Too Faced one, and it has medium to full coverage, so also just like the Too Faced one. And this one you can buy at Sephora, you can buy it at Macy's, you can buy it on the Makeup Forever website, and anywhere else that sells Makeup Forever. Those are the places that I'm aware of, but I'm confident that it's sold other places. I've always purchased it at Sephora. And this particular foundation, a lot of makeup artists use it and they recommend it, which completely makes sense to me and it's actually why I purchased it was because I heard so many really reputable well-respected people saying that this was their go-to foundation for actors and for models and for all these different kinds of special events and I thought well geez you know if they're using it then that must be a really great option and it really is I think you can get a very flawless but skin-like look and it doesn't ever look cakey or like you have makeup on and I actually wore this foundation for my wedding and I think it turned out super well and I would a hundred percent make that exact same choice again and this foundation I applied just the same way that I applied the Too Faced one I dot it on and then I blend it out with a beauty blender I think it gives a flawless look. I can't say enough good things about it. I think it's just an excellent, excellent, excellent foundation, and I would re- I would recommend it to anyone. So I don't think you can go wrong with either of these two foundations. I really strongly <laughs> feel that they're two of the best liquid foundations that are out there that are available. And so if you're trying to think, like, which one should I grab or which one should I try, I would, well, I would do a couple things. One is that you could go to Sephora and you could ask for a sample of each and just test out which one you like the best personally. So that's one option because even though I don't really feel like I have a strong preference between the two, there might be something about one or the other that you like more or less. So if you get a sample, then you could really test that out. But the other way you could make a decision is just if one has a better, um, just a better shade for your skin tone and just go with that one. That's another way to make a decision because 
like I said, I really, really like both of these. I wear these to like anytime I have a special occasion of any kind. And as I said, including my own wedding, which is, you know, one of the most important days in anybody's life, especially in terms of getting your picture taken. And I think, I think they're both really, really great. So those are my tips, my tips about loose setting powders, my tips about concealers, about highlighters, about what kinds of foundations to look for, and my own personal recommendations that I stand behind. I really hope that this was helpful. Maybe it's helping you in terms of choosing your makeup for an upcoming special event. Um, And yeah, I just hope this was, you know, worth your time and maybe you learned something. And until next time, I'll see you in the next podcast.